Beer. 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 Bong. 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 Beer. Bong. 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 Beers, bongs, and battle axes. 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 All right, welcome everybody to Beers, Bongs, and Battle Axes. This is day I don't fucking know or care. Uh, we got Eternals, and I'm here with my buddy Mike, more like always. And we are just three fucking podcasts away from the no, end no, no. of this. This one and one more. Well, no, because technically this one, yeah. well, I'm, we're one away from finishing recording them, yeah. but I'm talking about in these being released. Oh, gotcha. We just still got this one, and Shang-Chi, and fucking Spider-Man, and then we're, we're, we're done. We're actually recording these out of order, because Shang-Chi is before this one. Oh, well, do you know what? Okay, so we do only have two more yeah. shit. <laughs> This production has been fucking chaos. Literally, who knew the last half would be like the MCU when we'd be going back and forth? I know. It's just uh, we started what strong. <laughs> we started strong, and then the third act we fucked it up. <laughs> yep, just like Marvel. <laughs> You're welcome, Marvel. <laughs> so unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see this movie. Yep. <clears throat> just because a I wasn't that interested. B I thought. Disney would have gotten it on Disney Plus a lot fucking sooner, especially they considering had, it didn't do very. I mean, it it, it did, did good, but it yeah. wasn't like it it did better than Shang Chi. But they, I mean, people aren't shitting bricks over it like they did, like they're doing with uh, No Way Home right now. Correct, correct, and I think that's just because it's something new. And on top of that, uh, it's it seriously is an extremely mature Marvel film, which I give them props for. There's like a joke here and there because they kind of they can't help themselves now. It's right. like, it's like joke Tourette's <laughs> of just like my mom has cancer and then somebody's like comedy, yeah. comedy. <laughs> exactly cancer, cancer, and it's like oh, fucking don't do that. Come but on, uh, be better. <laughs> but no, this uh, so I've seen it twice. I saw it, uh, opening weekend when it came out because my buddy really wanted to go see it. And to be honest, like I did too. I was wondering what it was going to be like. Uh, just because I've never heard of Eternals or like read anything on them or anything like that, um, and I I liked it when it first came out, and I remember it higher higher on my list because of I I fell in love with the ideas more than the execution, um, and then I just resaw it yesterday before we filmed today uh, or recorded today, and I really enjoyed it. I I gotta say I still really enjoy it. I still think the execution is a little botched, and that's only because the movie itself. There's a lot of ideas it wants to get in, and it's trying to squeeze it in two and a half hours rather than Make they should have a couple movies. They should have. Uh, they could have honestly did like I think a six part series on Disney Holy Plus. Holy shit! Because there's a lot in here, man, and it's crazy how much of a timeline they go through. Um, uh, for just real quick for definitely. me and others who haven't seen this movie yet, uh, just give us a brief plot synopsis. You don't have to okay. get very spoilery or anything like that. Oh, I mean, we're gonna have to. We've done it on there already on everything, so. right? Uh, but no, Eternals follows all of these people who are called uh, Celestials, and they are born of this um, higher up called, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Kind of, he looks like Galactus, and I can't think of his goddamn name. Anyways, they're born, they're born of that, and they go and they have to clear the world of these things called Deviants that are killing people left and right. Now, see, that that's the part... Uh 
that confuses me because isn't deviant also the term they use for Loki in the Loki TV show? Um, I believe it's been. I watched that when it first came out. I don't remember all the. Um, let me see if I can find the actual name. Oh, okay, so uh, Eternals made about as much as Shang Chi. Uh, I'm looking up where the fucking yeah. So 5000 BC, ten superpowered Eternals are sent by the Celestial. Arishem to Earth on their starship, the Domo, to exterminate the invasive deviants. Uh, so the last of them are killed in 1521, and pretty much Arishem tells them that they have to wait until uh, they're called upon home. And all these people essentially are waiting from 1521 until present day. Um, and they're not allowed to interfere. That's the, that's the awesome thing about this, is they're pretty much kind of these overpowered gods, but not gods. They they're have all a bunch of supermen. Pretty much, yeah, and they can they can stop like they all have different abilities. One uh, sprite can like show different uh, reflections. Um, Ajax is a healer. Um, the other one we follow, let's see, Kingo is more of a uh, shooter because he can like make pistols, and that's Kumail Nanjiani. He can make like pistols with his fingers and that, and actually do that. Uh, Icarus is more of a Superman than anything. He can fly and actually. And that's has, uh, Rob Stark, right? I uh, believe so. Yeah, uh, and then. Cersei, the main one who we follow, uh, she turns a lot of things into into water and can freeze things. Um, Gilgamesh is uh, a power guy, pretty much. He's nothing but a tank. Like he, his arms are just cannons, and you see him like fuck these things up, and you hear like the impact of just boom. And you're like, God damn, this dude's awesome. Uh, and then Thena, who is uh, Angelina Jolie, and she has, uh, uh, she's kind of like this combat prowl, kind of like a. Um, trying to think i think she's kind of based on athena like the goddess well, of war just but from no. what you're telling me yeah is it sounds like these people are meant to be like the inspirations behind these pretty much different yeah. mythologies like i know gilgamesh is probably the oldest story in the world because that comes from like mesopotamia or something oh, like that and then also sorry we have uh, makari who is uh, extremely fast and when they do quicksilver in the marvel universe that's how they should do quicksilver is they don't slow time down they actually show it in real time, and you just see her running fast as shit through all these different landscapes, and uh, it looks fucking awesome. And then, so uh, they take more of like a flash approach to it. Correct. And then, TV Flash, not. Uh, uh, I haven't seen TV Flash. Okay. Uh, and then Fastos, who is one of the people who, essentially, is um, oh god, uh, kind of like a constructor and everything, and he's uh, trying to, he like helps with weapons and all that. Kind of not a support class, but the construction guy, pretty much. So, anyways, they all have their own thing, and they're all told to just kind of wait around until they're called again by Arishem. Something happens. They're stuck in Babylon. They see like all the shit that's going on, and everybody just kind of separates their ways. As they separate their ways, they're pretty much still living until today. And then all of a sudden, the uh, deviants are back and killing them one by one. Or no, not killing them one by one, but they kill someone. And they're pretty much all called back together. And on top of that, you uh, they're like healing now as opposed to when they were in 1521 uh, B.C. Hmm. So they all come back together and pretty much try and see what the fuck's going on. Um, should I get more spoily? Go for it. Okay. So what the hell is going on is just that it's Erishem, this gigantic thing that looks like uh, Galactus, pretty much is their whole thing is... They um, fill the world 
with, uh, with people and deviants, they actually are, the celestials are the ones who actually put the deviants in the earth to cleanse it, and pretty much the worlds are a feeder system so other gods like Erishem can grow. Oh. Yeah, so like, like Galactus can probably grow from it, and pretty much because when they grow, they create more galaxies. So it's this awesome fucking concept. And wow. you can yeah, as you can tell, this is an insane like concept because pretty much they set the deviants up and then they created the celestials to essentially take out the deviants. Kind of it's literally just that Simpsons episode of we're going to send uh, rats <laughs> and then like who's going to take care of the rats? We'll send elephants. Who's going to take care of the elephants? We'll send mammoth. Like they kept fucking <laughs> keep doing it more and more. I think it's Simpsons. But um pretty much yeah, it's just literally these are just creatures who literally have no home and are embedded with these memories of a place that they don't that does not exist only to become a uh, like a security for a feeder system for galaxies huh. it's a fucking uh, I love the premise to death and I love the uh, the stories and like the theories that they go with on there they don't give it enough time and that's why I said like this could have been a six part thing on Disney plus because it deserved it and it's very mature. They hardly ever break when like things get really serious, um, and it's also cool as to how like different people were surviving over the years. Like Cersei, uh, so Sprite is is very young, but she's in love with Icarus, and she can't age at all, so she's just stuck. Uh, Cersei and Icarus used to used, were actually married, um, and then they just kind of fell apart. Uh, one of them became Bollywood star. And he was just his own lineage of Bollywood stars. Was that male? Uh, yeah. He's that's just hilarious. Because he just points at the thing. He's like, you haven't seen my movies? He's like, that's my great-grandfather. That's my grandfather. That's my father. That's me. <laughs> and it's just literally all looks like him. <laughs> it's fucking terrific. That's amazing. So, yeah, I... Uh, Strong genes. <laughs> seriously, man. So, yeah, dude, the uh, the movie... The movie's ideas it presents are incredible. The only thing is, it just does not execute them well because I feel like it doesn't give them time to breathe and it wants to stick to a Marvel premise. And that's kind of the only thing that sucks is just that the third act is still huge, but it's not as huge as other movies because, yes, there is infighting between all of them because of their different philosophies. Literally, Icarus wants... Icarus is mad because... So, Ajak was the leader of all these people. That's okay. Selma Hayek. And uh, later on, when she died and they found her dead, they the uh, the thing that connects her to the god, Ashram er- er- or whatever his name is, yeah, Erishim, and then it actually went in. It goes into who they choose as a leader. So then it actually went into the woman Cersei, who pretty much is just nothing but a, su- a support class. She's she's like not even shows that no well. <laughs> qualities of leadership Exa- whatsoever. Exactly. Ugh. And then uh, you know, and then the power guy is pissed because it didn't go to him. Not to mention that he is one of the really true... Be- this is where it gets cool at the end, is that he's one of the true believers of uh, of Erishim's philosophy, and he's actually trying to have that whole apocalypse on Earth happen. And the whole thing is, by the way, why haven't these gods come out earlier, in case you're wondering, it's because the Earth does not have enough energy until it starts to get a little overpopulated with people. So it, has to, it ha- literally had to wait until the Earth started to get more populated so it can have energy to feast off of to blow up the planet and become a god to create another galaxy. Now, did any of them get blipped, or do they not talk about that at all? No, they do. That's uh, that's one of the things is just that they can... This is... I, I'm sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. In Babylon, when they broke up, that was one of the things that they discussed is just that 
they were told by their God they are not allowed to interfere in anything. So literally, while they're in the middle of everything that's going on in Babylon, of just fucking people killing left and right and all that, they can't help. Because it's not deviant-related? Exactly. They can only help when deviants come out. So they're just... They're just there. They're, they literally just exist. And then when they break apart, it's just kind of like uh, whatever. Because some one of them, uh, Druid, I forgot about Druid, he can like mind manipulate people. So he manipulates a lot of people from Babylon and comes with him. And he pretty much starts a whole cult of everybody being the same in the woods. Uh, there, there, see what I mean by there's God so much story? Druids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, uh, Kingo, Camille Nanjiani's character is just like, I hate Druid. Druid's no fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the whole... See what I mean, though, by, like, there's so much fucking story? Right. It's like two, three movies worth oh, of definitely. story. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, so, yeah, like, Hawkeye should have just gotten a movie, and they should have just put this on Disney+. Plus. That would have probably been the better bet. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, w- am I correct in assuming that by the end of this movie, the Eternals decide, like, ah, oh, we're, we're not going to listen to Eshram anymore. We're going to interfere if we see fit now? Um, some do and some don't, because that's where the infighting starts, is just that... Um, who is it? I think it's Cersei. So uh, Gilgamesh, uh, Gilgamesh, or is it Gilgamesh? Yeah, Gilgamesh gets uh, gets killed early in the movie. Like I think at the halfway point or so. And then he uh, was watching over Athena, who has something called Madrary, where she starts to imagine that she's back home, and her physical body is just nothing but like killing things left and right. Like her eyes just go white, and you're just like, oh fuck. So. Um, so, th- anyways, everybody kind of decides, are they going to help or not? The ones that wanted to go with, uh, who want to follow Icarus, actually do try and help, and that's just Sprite, and Kingo wanted to follow him until, I believe, he learns the truth about everything. Um, I'm not too sure. Oh, that the the whole point of it was to spawn a new galaxy Cor- from the death of the Earth? Correct. And then, um, it, so Icarus and Sprite are the ones who are trying to stop it, and then there was one... There was one random deviant who actually sucked Gilgamesh's spirit out of his body and became self uh, self aware. Self aware, and that and that could be interesting, but they don't do anything with it. It just Damn. sucks it out and it comes back at like the last third. So that's what I mean by there's a shit ton of fighting, and all Cersei does is just kind of freeze the thing at the end. Like there's no huge huge thing, which is which is awesome because in Marvel movies it's just always it's always like, punch fest for the last twenty minutes of the movie. Exactly, and you kind of get that here, but it's more of we're just trying to stop this fucking thing from being awakened. Like, we're not... We are trying to kill it, but we're trying to do what we can right now. Right. <laughs> um, what part does uh, Jon Snow play in this movie? So he is a guy that's really into Cersei, like, just a regular guy. Oh, so he just wants to fuck. Exactly. And he, like... Just like Jon Snow. <laughs> exactly. And he loves her. <laughs> but apparently, uh, in the credits, he's listed as Black Knight. Because that's the, uh, I don't know who Black Knight is. I know that's a Marvel hero, so yeah. that's interesting. So he he does that. And then, so here's the thing. At the very end, after they all save everybody and everything, every single Eternal is lifted up into fucking space. And you and you see it from, like, the ground view at first. You see Erishim, this huge fucking thing. And this is how, like, Galactus can fucking work. It's insane. It's an insane shot, bro. Like, when you see it, you're like, holy fucking shit. And so all of the Eternals that actually help to freeze the god are brought up into space before uh, Erishim and then it's just like you'll decide what Earth's fate is and just they pretty much disappear and the ones that are on the ship that are actually trying to tell the the thing no they're actually going around their whole thing was after everything was done there was a few that were going to stay on Earth and then the other few were going to go around two different planets 
and tell the Eternals of where they came from and what their whole purpose is to see if they actually do want to join to stop living Ash, on that planet or Arishaman yep. his bullshit. Exactly. I like that. It's Ooh. such, it's so good, dude. Like the ideas, I love to fucking death. Like it could have been number one or at least like, you know, higher, like in regular movie. Like it's See, so I'm, good. I'm regretting not seeing it now because that does sound pretty dope. My biggest thing when we were seeing trailers for it and everything is I was just like, oh no, it's the Avengers without the buildup or, <laughs> oh no, it's another Justice League. It, I can't go through that again. <laughs> it's more of when the best way I can describe it is like WandaVision when Vision fought himself and then they ended on a philosophical, a philosophical note. Qu- yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I felt with this movie. And it's like if you're cool with that, I, you would probably dig this movie. Hmm. I'll have but, to check that out then. But again, like yeah, when it comes out on uh, Disney January Plus, 12th. yeah, definitely worth watching because the uh, the effects in it are beautiful. The uh, the stories are be- like beautiful. The the ideas are beautiful. Like even Icarus at the very end pulls pretty much a killmonger because he's like, I don't want to fucking live here, and he's like, I because I can't love the girl that I was a, a husband of because she's going with fucking Jon Snow. Uh, I d- betrayed my religion, and he's kind of like, I have no reason to live, so he just flies into the sun and kills himself. Dope. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. He's like, the only person who will ever love me is stuck in a 12-year-old's body, and I'm not going to fucking jail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, ah. But overall, I do recommend it. Uh, I'm just going to go into my notes. Um, also, like, everyone, it, they do... This is why there's not enough movie is just that they do get to everybody's backstory. So everybody is an individual of themselves, which is so dope is like you can you actually do figure out their backstories and everything. You piece together shit. The only problem is just they don't give you more of the regular story. And that's what kind of sucks. Like, they're so busy world building in this movie that definitely. you don't have time for the plot at hand. Like, dude, even uh, Festos is really good. So he's the uh, he's I want to say. The would it be Marvel's first gay kiss? Because oh, he's the one. He's the gay married one, right? Yeah. Is he the larger yeah. African American gentleman? Yeah. I did love that yeah. scene in the trailers where they're like, "Oh, what's this? Is this some <laughs> sort of weapons table?" It's like, "No, we got that from IKEA Spring Collection." I was like, "He, uh, I like that joke." <laughs> His story is pretty dope because he's just he helped humanity with like building all these things like plows and engines and shit like that. And um, he brought him along and sent him to humanity. The one thing that he regrets is pretty much they show the ruins of uh, Hiroshima. And he's at the ground, and he helped create it, and he just kind of vowed off weapons. Oh, he helped create the atom bomb? Yeah. Oh, no. And he's just at, like, ground zero, and fucking Selma Hayek is right there with him. And it's just kind of like you didn't know this shit was going to happen. It's intense. If I were him, I think I would... uh, regret the industrial revolution more than anything because look at what that's done to the fucking planet <laughs> definitely definitely but uh overall it's a great movie oh yeah and then it ends with uh um prince of titan star fox coming on oh yeah thanos's yeah, brother thanos's brother star Who fox looks nothing and, like uh, thanos i said th- th- star fox and uh uh pat oswald because i can't think of the oh the he name. plays the imp yeah yeah so and it just the only thing my my problem was it kind of felt like Diet Guardians of the Galaxy mm. because you had three people on that ship and then they just brought in two more one who happens to be not human oh. or look not human which is Patton Oswalt's imp yeah I can't remember his full name but yeah he plays an imp the only reason I know about that character is because he's in a Thor comic I have called Thor Blood and Thunder oh okay cool 
but overall, though, I, I recommend it. I really liked it. I just wish the execution was done better. But overall, it is not bad. It's really fucking good. Well, thank you for your review, uh, and we'll see you next time. We will see you, people. Bye-bye.